Once upon a silent night, there was a pastor in a little white church. It was Christmas Eve. The snow fell softly from the sky, covering the ground, the trees, and everything else for miles. Outside, the air was brisk and chilly. Inside, the church was just beginning to warm up for the Christmas Eve worship service. But there was a problem. Inside that little white church, the organ refused to work. The only musical accompaniment for the congregation. I don't know about you, if you have ever experienced anything like this, but on Christmas Eve, to have the, the main musical accompaniment not work, that is disastrous. Maybe it's like you hosting a dinner party and suddenly your oven isn't working. Or maybe you're going on vacation and you have the car packed and everything is ready to go. You get in the car and you turn the key and the car doesn't start. It ruins everything. This is the type of disaster that this pastor was about to experience. The year is 1818. The Little White Church is the church of St. Nicholas in Austria, and the pastor is Father Joseph Moore. Father Moore had only been at this church for about a year, and he had this serious problem on his hands. The organ in his little country church wasn't working, and it was Christmas Eve. What was he going to do? Well, Father Moore decided to take a long walk to clear his head. He had hoped that he would come up with something to do on his walk, where he reached the top of a little hill from which he could see the entire village down below. It was silent. It was beautiful. He gazed on this sight in front of him. And suddenly, Father Moore remembered that he had written a poem a year earlier, a poem about Christmas Eve, the night of Jesus' birth. A poem about the angels proclaiming to the shepherds this wonder that has come into the world. This poem about Jesus' mother Mary. And in that moment, Father Moore thought that this poem just might make a good Christmas carol for the Christmas Eve service. So he ran down that hill. He went to visit his church organist, Franz Guber, and he asked him to compose a melody to go with this poem. Since they didn't have any organ or piano or anything else to play, they decided to play this newly written Christmas carol on the guitar. And you know what? It worked. Soon the song Silent Night made its way around Austria and Germany, and it has become one of the most beloved Christmas carols of all time. This song is a staple to any Christmas Eve worship service. When I was talking with a few colleagues and friends a couple months ago about Christmas Eve and how we were going to put together our Christmas Eve services, especially in the middle of a pandemic, the number one concern was, how are we going to do Silent Night? How are we going to sing it? How are we going to light the candles with one another? Because this is a special song. It, it highlights how wonderful Christmas Eve is for Mary and Joseph, 
for the shepherds and for us. You see, Bethlehem was just a small village. It wasn't anything special about Bethlehem. And yet, this nothing special town became the one place where the world would change, where everything would change, because it is a place where Jesus Christ is born. Once upon a silent night, a man and a woman were seeking shelter, whatever shelter they could find. They had traveled for a long ways, and the travel was very hard, and they finally reached their destination, a little town named Bethlehem. But they were exhausted. And by the time they got there, the city was full and overcrowded, and there was no place for them to stay. There was no place for them to be alone, not a moment of privacy, not a moment of respite. They knocked on every door, and they inquired at every inn, do you have a place for us to stay? And finally, the last innkeeper took pity on them, and he didn't have a place in the inn, but he said, you can go spend the night with the animals in the stable. And it was in that place, that simple, humble place, among the animals, among the hay, is where Jesus Christ was born. No one expected it to happen this way. No one knew that that night in that stable, God came into the world. In that silent night, shepherds were doing whatever they would do every other day of the year. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary for them. They were on a hillside. They were watching over their flock. They started to get comfortable. Maybe they were going to get some shut-eye while their sheep grazed around them. Maybe they sat on the hillside and they talked a little bit. They laughed a little bit. Maybe they built a fire and they shared a meal together. Maybe their eyes were so heavy that they just closed their eyes for a few moments in exhaustion to find some comfort. Well, that night their plans changed, didn't it? And that night... Angels descended upon them, and a multitude of heavenly hosts surrounded them, and they were given good news of great joy. That night, that silent night became not so silent. It became full of light and energy and purpose. There was angels there. There was voices coming out of heaven bringing them good news. That silent night became a night full of promise, full of hope, full of salvation for every single one of us. God broke into the everyday lives of those shepherds, of Mary and Joseph, just like God comes into our everyday life. God came into the ordinary and made it extraordinary. God came into the familiar and made it fabulous. God came into the settled and made it sacred. Yes, that night started off silent, but God made that night holy. And it didn't stay silent for too long, not for the angels, not for the shepherds, not for Mary and Joseph. Because Mary and Joseph suddenly had a newborn on their hands. The angels had good news to deliver. The shepherds had a Savior to witness. And they all had a God to praise. 
we continue to gather on Christmas Eve to remember this night, to celebrate this night. We continue to gather, even if it's a few family members, even if it's in a virtual way. We continue to celebrate the birth of Jesus more than 2,000 years later, even if it's apart from our church buildings. We continue to be sent out into the world to proclaim the Savior's birth, even when our lives seem a little messy, a little confused, a little overwhelmed, a little different. There are plenty of things that I am leaving behind in the year 2020. There are plenty of things that I do not want to talk about again. There are plenty of things that I just want to forget about in 2020. But there is one thing that I am taking with me into 2021. There's one thing that I will forever hold on to in 2021 and many years beyond, and that is hope. I have hope that is found in Jesus Christ. I have hope that we will have many, 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 many more opportunities to gather in person again. I have hope that death will not have the final word. I have hope that I am bringing with me out of this year into the next year because my hope comes from the one whose birth we celebrate today, and that is Jesus Christ. So on this night... This night, 200 years after the birth of a treasured song. And this night, more than 2,000 years after the birth of a treasured Savior. Let us remind each other of the importance of silence and sacredness, of holiness and hope. Let us witness again the power and the majesty of angels bringing good news of great joy. Let us sit in the awe together of the sight of salvation and peace wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. For a child is indeed born for us this day. A son is given to us this day. Silent night, holy night, wondrous star, lend thy light. With the angels sing Alleluia to our King, Christ the Savior is born, Christ the Savior is born. Amen.